0: Twenty-one years after an upstate New York college student disappears, a new iHeartRadio original podcast sheds new light on the case. This season, we explore the disappearance of Suzanne Lyle.
1: He calls up and his statement is, did you know Susie was missing?
0: We follow her footsteps and dive deep into her world, searching for answers. I'm Phoebe LaFave and this is Upstate Unsolved. Listen on the iHeartRadio app or anywhere you get podcasts.
2: The role that means I gotta do my thing. Welcome to Money Maker Conversations. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. Money Maker Conversations. Let me tell you what it's all about it's a show that interviews industry decision makers, celebrities. CEOs and small business owners and I ask them questions like what is or what are your secrets to success? Every Monday I'm here with those type of guests and every Monday it gets better and better and we enter the Thanksgiving week and we're about to slide on into the Christmas break but I'll be delivering shows every week to keep you informed, to keep you abreast because guess what? There's a new year coming y'all! call 2018 and better be informed. You best be informed to be able to take advantage of that situation. My hotline number is 832-230-5592. That's 832-230-5592. My guest today, Brian Dobbins, EP of Blackish. His management clientele includes Anthony Anderson, Tracy Ellis Ross, Ron Lee, Earthquake, Kenya Barris, F. Gary Gray, Regina Hall, and Andre Broder, just a name of the few. Then I'm going to have my man Charles Robinson. He was on the show before from Principal Jets, where he's going to offer you private jet solutions to a very demanding customer base. Just going to fill us in on the details. when I go into that private jet, run. Don't, Don't turn off. It's all about... These different lanes of opportunities, how people are achieving success, and it really opens your eyes and cuts off those those limits that you put on yourself. And then we're gonna go up with man Darius Wilson, the owner of JFC Health and Fitness Bootcamp, and then we're gonna. She's on the phone right now, but I'm going to mention her right now. Abigail Gonzalez is the Business Development Coordinator for the City of Houston's Office of Business Opportunity, and the winners will be on the show today as well in the Service, Product, and Innovation. Tell everybody you know, Rashawn McDonald, the host of Money-Making Conversation, is on the air. Without further ado, because she's on the line, I saw on Friday. My feet were tired. They had me hosting the event. It was a fantastic event in downtown Houston. My first guest is the business development coordinator for the city of Houston's Office of Business Opportunity, where she helps promote the success and growth of local and small businesses in the city of Houston. Please welcome to the show Money Making Conversation, Abigail Gonzalez. Hi, thank you for having me. That was a great introduction. Come on now, Abigail. I, you know, I was just with you Friday. <laughs> you know, you've been on my show before when I had a live audience. You was fantastic, yeah, so yes, I got—I I have a relationship with you. So you know what I'm saying? Yes, I, of course. Thank you. I, I mean, first of all, you—I love your personality. You're fantastic, and, uh, the, and, and every time I met you, you've always had that—that uh, that shine of uh, of opportunity, excitement that lets me know that you really enjoy <laughs> what you do. Correct?
3: Good. I, I really do. I really like helping the people of Houston, just as yourself.
2: Thank you very much. Now. Friday, I was there. You was there. Now that's Mm -hmm. the fifth year, correct? Sponsored by Capital One. Fifth year. Sponsored by Capital One, and they've they've over the uh, this past year are they've they've contributed over three hundred and sixty-six thousand dollars of sponsorship dollars and in-kind rewards to the uh, to the event, correct?
3: That is correct. Capital One is our sponsor. Uh, The Houston Public Library and the City of Houston's Office of Business Opportunity. Um, co-host this event for um, aspiring entrepreneurs or those who are looking to start their businesses and you know Capital One does a great job of helping us with this project and of course uh, funding these new businesses without them <laughs> we wouldn't be giving them
2: these huge prizes. Come on now, come on now ain't nobody gonna show up for a data board okay they yeah, gonna you're show right, up for- you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you know which I really love the event and I uh, the thing about it, well, I sat down and had dinner with uh, Dr. Lawson and Miss Wright, and and she really and, 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 and let me know the importance of the library's relationship with the whole campaign. Yes. If you could give me a little detail, because, you know, I'm going to tell you something. Well, I, I learned a little bit about her, because I told her the library, Starbucks was the new library. She she looked at me, gave me a hard look. She went, huh? <laughs> she, she wasn't ready to hear that. And then she broke it down to me, but I want you to tell everybody the significance of that role. And Starbucks is not the new library. The library is the library, and it plays a significant role in so many small businesses in gaining information so they can be successful. Your turn.
3: Exactly. I mean, the library is not the same old library you see on the TV or that you remember where you have to be quiet. This library, (laughs) especially here in Houston, Uh um, is so supportive of small businesses. They have a small business development program. They have so many free resources for people who want to start their own businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, Our competition actually refers people to the library Mm -hmm. because they have... Um, books and databases full of business plans that you can look at to make your own, and they support these business owners, um, and of course support the Lift Off Houston initiative. So it is really important to know that they're not just there to, you know, lend out books, but they have a bunch of free resources that they right. use to help the community. So I think she's completely right. Um, not only is she a fantastic director, but the library just does so much to support the the people of Houston.
2: Well, I'm gonna just tell you, you know, when I said the uh, when I said that line, she said me straight now. It was a polite set straight because again, I'm one of those people just trivializing situations a lot of times, you know, by by just making a just an offhanded statement that, you know, the library is just someplace you go and read or gather information. Like you just said, the library isn't the library you used to go to. The, the, ain't nobody over there going shh.
3: Exactly, exactly. And a lot of people don't know that they um, contribute to the Off Houston program until they actually start. Mm-hmm. And they just have so many fantastic resources to provide. Um, we really try to get people to... Realize that the library is there for more than, like you said, to shush people and check
2: out books. <laughs> well, let me, let, me, let me bring everybody on board. Exactly what we did on Friday. All this right. is a fantastic program with some information. What happened? I hosted the event on Friday, and my producer Nicole. I'm just calling my producer because she was producing me in a very oh, yeah. good way. And it was a it was a three hour event, and basically it was an opportunity for. Three in three businesses to win thirty thousand dollars. There were three categories. Well each category was ten thousand dollars in each category and you had a fan category where if you voted on the social media, under the Twitter account or the Facebook account, that person can win an additional five hundred dollars or if that's the only car prize that they, they walked away at least five hundred dollars. And the three categories were product, service, and innovation and to be eligible because it's going to happen again in 2018, correct?
3: That is correct. So we do want folks to know that you if you did not win or you did not um, compete in 2017. We have this competition every year. We launch in around uh, May, June um, time frame mm-hmm. And you can always follow us you know, on social media at mm-hmm. Liftoff Houston mm-hmm. to find out when we launch the application again so that you don't miss that round.
2: Because to be eligible, this is important, applicants must be in the startup phase of their business, which means they either must have a developed business idea or have a business in operation for less than one year with revenue of less than $10,000. That's very important that people, you know, you just can't be out there making a $500,000 or making $100,000 talking about you are going to get in this contest. No. <laughs> this is really a startup opportunity and they're in three categories: product, service, and innovation. Now, here's the here's, the, here's my whole thing. Now, I'm glad you said that because about if you did if you participated this year, you could actually come back and and and, and try to engage in the opportunity of being the finalist in the 2018 campaign, correct?
3: Yes, that's correct. So the only people who can't compete again are the winners because we can't just keep giving them money. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've already,
2: they've already exceeded the $10,000. You know, you guys Exactly, so mm-hmm.
3: they're already done. So mm-hmm. if you could, if you um, participated in any way or you competed, you pitched but you didn't win, you can participate again um, in 2018 as long as you meet all of the other requirements.
2: Because I'm going to just tell you, you know, I, I was on that stage, you know I'm, a, I'm a, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a guy with an opinion. It was a couple of them you know was a little fluff. You know, they could have they could have engaged the process a little bit more and I and I think if they should look back at what they what they did and realize that the reason they didn't make, didn't finish number 1 is because they didn't do the due diligence. They didn't do and I'm not going to call out any names because they should take this lesson. This is a powerful lesson because it was some, the judges were great. The judges were past winners. Uh, and you know, Laurie Vignog was one of the judges that represented the Capital One. And you had judges from uh, 2016 winner judges who had won $10,000 in the three categories of product, service, and innovation. They participated. And so it really was uh, a, a, a detailed thing. And I felt like it was broadcast on Facebook. So you guys are really stepping this up. So so uh, I, I got to ask this question. Now, did I do, did I do what I was supposed to do?
3: abigail did oh, i step you, up? you again? know you did a great job you don't even have to ask that question you were fantastic and i hope that that you help us out you know in the future because you did a great job
2: well i was happy when I, when I first got the opportunity thank you for the compliment and i want to just say that that you guys have something special i, I want to say that and um and it, 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 it should be promoted uh, at a high level I, I feel that the room was packed by the way everybody was it was no seat left in the in the venue and uh, and I expect that to be in 2018 uh, because of the fact that, it was it was just a, a strong level of excitement Abigail congratulations on this on uh, my next break I'm Thank gonna be you. bringing the three winners of 2017 on the air that was 4.0 GPA, a sale lifestyle and Wonderlove, Houston and I'm not even writing I'm not even reading this. this is stuff from my memory that's how engaged <laughs> I was in the process and when I'm just delivering this information when you got a producer like Nicole you know she drilled all this information in my head so I'll be carrying this all the way to the new year.
3: <laughs> good, good. I'm happy to hear that. Thank you so much for the kind words.
2: I appreciate it. And I will see you soon. And I w- wish you a great Thanksgiving this week and uh, an amazing Christmas. And we'll start talking and chopping it up in 2018 and getting some ideas rolling to blow this things up, blow this thing to an even bigger level in uh, 2018. Is that cool?
3: Yeah, that's cool. I look forward to it. Thank you so
2: much. And tell everybody hi and tell everybody I, I love the opportunity and I so respect what you guys are doing and y'all are heading in the great direction. You have a fantastic mayor, Sylvester Turner, who supports this event and uh, you guys keep winning. Coming up next will be the three winners for 2017 in the categories of product, and innovation. I want to thank my girl Abigail for being on the show. She's fantastic and I look forward to seeing her in 2018. Rashawn Rashawn McDonald will be back with more Money-Making Conversations. Thank you very much. Hi, welcome back. This is Rashawn McDonald, your host of Money-Making Conversation, a show where I interview CEOs, industry decision makers, small entrepreneurs, and guess what? They tell me the secrets of their success, as well as celebrities. Uh, on this phone right now, I've just wrapped a call with the fantastic Abigail Gonzalez, and we were talking about liftoff Houston that I hosted this past Friday. It's entrepreneurship. That's what this. That's what I talk about. Entrepreneurship and entrepreneurship can carry so many levels. It means in life, business, how you approach your education. It's about a drive to be. You don't have that mentality of being an 8-to-5 person. You want to step out of that box. You want to plan your life. You want to put a business plan about your life together. On the phone, I have the three winners who participated in this weekend's, this past Friday's event where I hosted, stood on my feet for three hours, they kept offering me a, a, a chair. Now, Nicole kept offering me a chair because I kept rejecting her. But when I got home, I realized I had been standing for three hours. I paid a price. But it was well worth it because I want to introduce my three winners. They all on the phone? Great. Fantastic. we we'll am bring them right up. You can drop that music out of my ear. Uh, the three winners, each category paid them $10,000, 4.0 GPA, Henry Kakula, A Sale Lifestyle, won $10,000 in the product category, Megan Eddings, and Wonderlust in the innovation category was paid $10,000, Deidre Mathis. Is that correct, ladies and gentlemen? Did I get everybody right? Yes, you yes. got it right. Wonderlust, Houston, Deidre Mathis. There you go. You know, Deidre go talk extra that. <laughs> you know, after I saw her, she had a cheerleading <laughs> section. Dina, Deidre, Deidre, you came with the group then, you girl. Yeah. Yes, I have some amazing supporters. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. Awesome. I want to take the time. We have, a, we have a little time. I'm going to play any the music, so I want to take the time. First of all, I want to congratulate all three of you guys. And it was so funny with that after, you know, when, when the judges went back for the final Pairing, is the judging, find out who won each category. One was in product for $10,000, one was in service for $10,000, and one was in innovation. I wanted to have on the show because you know, a lot of people say these contests and then you never hear any after results. And so I wanted to bring you guys on and talk about hey, this was a real deal. And starting with you, Henry, give us a little feedback on your participation and what winning $10,000 will do for your brand and your business.
4: It's going to provide us with marketing, so we're going to be able to expand, get radio ads, and expand our market. And then we're also going to be able to get an office where we're going to be able to have clients come in. Mm -hmm. But when we get those ads, and everyone starts finding out about 4.0 GPA, and how they can prepare their kids to college, they're going to come in, and our revenue is going to go up tremendously.
2: Cool, and in a minute, I'm going to ask you about each one to describe your business, but I want to find out the initial impact of what $10,000 would do. Okay, Excel Lifestyle. That was the, the the no sweat lifestyle that you wanted to bring to the table, <laughs> Megan. Please tell us, might- you know, because your presentation first of all, I gotta say this, she is in shape, you know, she looked like she does work out. So that was a good sign, you know, if you're gonna excel, <laughs> if you're gonna sell sell workouts clothing that that you should at least look like you're wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing
1: my best. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Now lift off is incredible. And um, winning the ten thousand dollars, I'll definitely take that money and put it towards uh, patenting my fabric.
2: Right now, now you were saying now you were in the still in the testing phases, correct?
1: That is correct. The fabric just finished uh, the third round of fabric. Just got finished testing about two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, being made, and the testing will be done about mid-January 2018.
2: Okay, cool. And then I want to bring out uh, my, my my the cheerleader. I mean, you know, this is, this is she's millennial at the finest right here. You know, Deidre, please tell us, you know, what you're going to do with that $10,000 in regards to your business.
5: Well, I just, you know, um, started renovations on my brick and mortar business. So this money will definitely help me with working capital to continue to market Wonderlust uh, Houston <laughs> and uh, to put the word out because uh, people need to know that we'll be opening in the spring and come stay with us. Okay. Cool. So that, yeah, for
2: marketing oh, well, uh, mainly. Well, I'm gonna let that lead right on to it. Explain everybody what WonderLove Houston is, and you the winner in the innovation category. Explain to everybody what exactly is your entrepreneurial business.
5: So WonderLove Houston is a hostel that I'm opening in the Museum District. So I've traveled a lot uh, in my life, uh, both internationally and domestically, yes, being in over 65 hostels, and I fell in love with the whole concept of a shared community while traveling. So when I moved to Houston three years ago, I said, you know what, this is a place where a hostel needs to be. So just started researching and making it happen. And so I'm just really excited to offer community to millennial travelers who visit Houston.
2: Now, when you say the word millennial travelers, now that's that you know everybody now everybody talks about the millennial how dominate that's 18 to 34, and and, yeah. and and I always say that's pretty interesting because if you're a person who's lived on campus, then you used to waking up looking at somebody staring at you. You know what I'm saying? exactly but but the way we're set up is we uh we do offer privacy
5: so if someone wants a private room they can absolutely get their own room but if someone is saying hey you know i want to meet other people and they have that shared space they have the pri- or shared rooms as well so we
2: have a little bit for both people who want privacy and who want that community and what makes you so excited what makes you, makes you so wow i'm sure i can't believe that <laughs> i'm getting my shot what makes you so excited
5: i mean this is just amazing i just entrepreneurship is just really special and important to me especially being a minority woman uh, being able to start this legacy for my family and just be an inspiration for other women who want to start businesses this was a long hard road but just super exciting and I'm just really excited to just be there for other women who have questions about opening their business and offering this you know cool innovative new ideas to the Houston city so everything about this has just been an amazing journey
2: Congratulations! Now, make it. Thank you so much. Excel Lifestyle. First of all, I love the logo. I love the the whole logo, and it was clean. You know, because me, you know, when you when you're in that business, because guess what? We we're competing with you know, Nike, Adidas. You know, all these people out there. So you you know you know the, the uh, you know these, these these celebrities out there who Kate Hudson has a line. All these things are competing. Now, what made you wake up? And so you know something, I'm going to do this. I'm unknown. I'm unknown. Don't nobody know me, but I'm going to do this. What is inspiring you? What is driving you?
1: Sure, yeah. I decided a few years ago that my career, what I was doing for my day job, was not in line with my passions of fitness and fashion, and I love chemistry. So basically, I just started washing my husband's workout clothes, and they just <laughs> And to be honest, so my, you know, he doesn't stink, but the clothes did not smell good. And then I started, you know, talking to some friends and my brothers back home. Uh-huh. And uh, it's just a common, common problem that obviously people don't talk about. So I said, well, there's got to be a solution. And I couldn't really find one out there mm-hmm. that targeted, you know, all the challenges I'm trying to address. And so right. I said, well, the heck hepat- with hepat- hepat- it. I'll just start my own company.
2: Mm-hmm. Now that, and so, so you're saying I'm going to say this: the 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 funk of washing your husband's workout clothes inspired you. Uh yes, it did. There you go. Come on, it's going real now. I like
1: to keep it real.
2: Keep it real, because he was in the <laughs> audience, correct? He certainly wasn't. Was so,
1: still married. So you you should have pointed it him, him, yeah. him and said,
2: that man right there is the reason I'm on stage. <laughs> and so, exactly. So, so so, just give people a little bit more detail exactly what your clothing line is trying to accomplish and why it's going to be successful. Sure.
1: It is uh, fashionable workout clothes that don't smell no matter how much you sweat in them. And the key is they're not made in sweatshops. Everything is sourced and made here in the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been been a wild ride. Super exciting. Um, Every day I'm learning more and more. And just like Deidre said, uh, you know, empowering other women and people to start their own company. It's not easy, but it is the most rewarding thing I've ever done in my life. And I want to inspire others to do the same.
2: And I stay in touch, and I'm sure I, I, I will stay engaged with uh, 2018, with the uh, Lift Off Houston campaign, and I hope to see everybody and um, you know, at the at next year's finals. The being a judge, being a being a mentor, and also my show, Money Making Conversation, is designed to be able to promote. Your opportunities to sell your bread—it's another extension. You know, you, like DJ, once you once you officially up and running, send me a flyer. I'll put it on my social media for you, free of charge. Okay? okay. I'll bring Absolutely. you back on Absolutely. the show, and, um, and I'll bring you back on the show to promote your grand openings and all that. That's the whole purpose. Oh, that's awesome. It. That's the whole purpose of this show. You know, that's why I'm so I feel so fortunate to talk to such such young people. I say young people because of the fact that you're entering in a business where guess what? A lot of people sit at home and sit and, and say, I'm going to ride out this eight to five because it's safe. It's normal. It's what people tell you you're supposed to do. When, you, when you're in an entrepreneurial spirit, the rules are off. It's all on you. There's no guarantee. you are going to get a check. And so right. I want to I, I carry this conversation to the man who walked on stage first because the way it happened was <laughs> well, it was ten <laughs> contestants, okay? it was and, and they just drew out of a hat. And this young man, Henry Kakula. 4.0 GPA was the very first person to walk on stage. Now I'm gonna tell you something. Very first is not always good, because you know, Mike's system not working correctly, you know, you know, the crowd's not warmed up, the judge is hearing the very first pitch. So all that was running through your mind, correct, Henry? <laughs> it was running through my mind. <laughs> And how did you pull it off, fella? Because you did a great job, man. You you crammed. I remember. I remember. Uh, I remember the Capital One representative saying, "You you squeezed a lot in that five minutes."
4: <laughs> yeah. It's, so just starting off with it was just like the opportunity. I had to shoot my shot because I told my mom man, I not Yes, sir. But I had to keep my promise, and it was kind of nervous with the clicker at first. But I had to get it together, and it was only five minutes, and I couldn't let ten k way like that
2: now let's tell me tell everybody in detail a little bit about exactly what is 4.0 GPA
4: okay so 4.0 GPA we help prepare students and teachers as well for the college process but how does it work we're like a workshop a lot of students do not know how to prepare for college and do the college application so in one day we go to the whole entire school make sure everyone complete their application and then we show them what they have to do to graduate from college for four years because I failed six classes in high school, and I saw it coming from a low-income background, mm-hmm. being a teacher. A lot of my students didn't know how to prepare for college. They ended up in prison. So I said, I want to stop receiving prison letters and start receiving more college degrees. Oh, and congratulations. That was the process.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. That's awesome. It, that, that, and that, that, so we also help them with LinkedIn accounts. So mm-hmm. if they don't want to go to college, they know how to have their resume. Yes, They're sir. ready to go into technical fields and be successful and not out here robbing people.
2: I love it. I love the fact that you give it an opportunity. That's all, that's all anybody asks for, you know. And so this is, is this like a subscription that they can pay for? Or is a, is, a, is a plan they have to sign up for? How exactly do they get your service?
4: Okay, so what they can do, they can go on our website right now, 40gpa.com, and they, they can sign up for a monthly plan. We work with a lot of schools within Houston and individuals. Right. And what we do we make it extremely simple. Regardless, if you have a 2.0 GPA, we will help you get accepted to colleges and win scholarships. And we'll do all that for you in less than a month time period. And we have also been highlighted on Channel 2 this year, so we have had a lot of successes. And we're going to be featured at South by Southwest EDU, one of the biggest education conferences in the United States.
2: Well, my friend, so the, the, the same goes back to you. Okay, if you have a flyer or banner, get it get it to my staff. have, have Abigail contact Samantha. And so Dale, who owns all, he's my program director for my Money Making Conversation platform, will put it on our social media. Let's do it at the first of the year. Let's don't do it right now. I'll kind of add, let's, let's, if you don't mind, let's do it at the first of the year, get it up and rolling, make people put these folks in a, in a position to be able to look for opportunities. Is that cool with you?
4: That's that's fine, and you go expect the email from me on 12 a.m. January 1st,
2: 2018. I love it. I love it. I guess what, but I want I want you to get the contact information now, though. Okay, Samantha okay. Taylor is my is my director for this for handling all my local talent booking. So how will that happen then? now. As far as Megan, I have a wife and a daughter. They work out all the time, and uh, so I'm just gonna let you know as soon as you get up and running i'll be bringing business to your doorstep is that all right man that is music to my ears that's Thank all i'm saying so i got a wife that's and daughter awesome. you know they work I out. i want to
1: know why you're not working out so the wife and the daughter are
2: working out oh, okay so see see now you're going to personalize i am tell you something this is what i do <laughs> I, I i i look like i work out now you if do. you get you me on uh, escalator is my best friend <laughs> <laughs> but i will i will definitely uh, uh buy your your, your brand I, I i i like i said i love what i saw as far as the, the the logos and the layout i thought it was fantastic but know that i will be bringing business and know that you are going to be a friend of mine into my family and i will do with all i can in my power to help you launch your brand at a high level and make it a worldwide as well as a national success deal man thank you kindly that's beautiful thank you very much also and my girl my girl (laughs) come on now come on now i'm gonna tell you what i'm about to do here in 2018 i'm gonna syndicate my show to college campuses Ooh, okay because i want to be the voice of 18 to 34. You know, I figured if Bernie Sanders can do it, Rashawn McDonald can do it. <laughs> I got more swag. Absolutely. I got more swag and I dress better. And so I'm going to get dead into your audience base, 18 to 34, because that's the group I want to go for. So I'm just letting you mm-hmm. know, Rashawn okay. McDonald is going to be a home for Wonder Love Houston, okay? Oh, I love that. That is wonderful. Well, you, you guys keep winning. I want to congratulate each one of you guys for winning $10,000. In each category of product, service, and innovation, I also want to congratulate my man Henry in the 4.0 GPA for winning the additional $500 for winning the social media fan favorite again. 4.0 GPA, Excel Lifestyle, Wonder Love Houston. Three champions on my show today. Congratulations and have a great 2018. Okay. Thank you so thank much. I really appreciate you. the opportunity. I appreciate y'all. A fan for life now. I just told. I, I've told them now. They got a fan for life in Rashawn McDonald. If they want to keep winning, keep listening. We'll be right back with more money-making conversation. Coop, back. Just finished a fantastic interview with the winners of Liftoff Houston. Uh, a contest that will be, I said a competition. Shark Tank-type style competition. We'll be back in 2018 for all you entrepreneurs who are interested and, in, like I said, have not generated over $10,000 in income and the first year of your business you should really seriously look at um engaging yourself in this opportunity because it was it was a learning experience and the place was sold out packed to the rafters and not only i think it's very important that if you have a business the more you talk about your business the more you understand some of the flaws in your presentation as well as what you what you should be ac- actually uh promoting about your business but my next guest he has no flaws he's been on my show before And, in fact, I didn't give him enough time. And I brought him back to give him more time. And I told him, look, let's come back in the Thanksgiving, New Year, Thanksgiving, you know, Christmas holiday time frame. My next guest is the owner of Principal Jets. He offers private jet solutions to a demanding customer base. That's me. I'm very demanding. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Charles Robertson. How you doing, Charles?
7: Doing well, Mr. McDonald. How you doing?
2: <laughs> oh, good, man. Because I, I, I'm demanding, man. I, I, on that private jet world, brother, <laughs> I am so demanding. It's ridiculous, man. How do you deal with, first of all, how do you deal with people like me?
7: Well, the thing is, first of all, I, I want to applaud you for being a man of your word. Thanks for having me back on the show
2: really uh, glad to be here but uh, to, to deal with a person well, like if you I, if i would just tell you this uh, this ain't gonna be the last time you're gonna be on my show because if well, my well, brand grows and it will uh-huh. be growing bigger in 2018 you'll right. be on this show my friend
7: well i look forward to it cool uh, but in terms of you being demanding that's just the nature of the beast you know if you're spending the kind of money it takes to charter these jets you deserve to be demanding you know we it's our job to accommodate you to whatever uh, you know whatever needs you have to make this a, a, an enjoyable experience, when you when you do charter private jets through Principal Jets,
2: and that's in, it's great because see one of the demanding things I have I gotta have Wi-Fi, you know I mm-hmm. got because you know I got it when I'm flying you don't know, sometimes you know these <clears throat> jets can go coast to coast, then right. or you can just take a hopper from here to Dallas or Harlem, I'm talking Texas, Texas talk you know, Houston to and <laughs> to Corpus Christi or New Orleans, you know, you right. might not, you know, it's up in the air, you might not want to have Wi-Fi, but I would want to have my Wi-Fi. And so right. that, that's a big, is, 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 the, is the, those advanced levels of technology being like a standard part of the jet travel world? Oh, absolutely, as
7: a matter of fact, um, one of the, the beauties of flying privately is that you yes, can sir. remain productive while you're flying. Yes, sir. Uh, Unlike the airlines, I know with the airlines you can purchase access to Wi-Fi to a certain degree. But when flying privately, you can still conduct meetings. You have access to Wi-Fi. You know there are certain planes that you know I'll be honest with you that will not have access to Wi-Fi. But if we know before you are scheduled to fly that Wi-Fi is important to you, we will make sure that you're on a you're on an aircraft that has available Wi-Fi for you uh, to conduct your business while you're 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 uh, you're flying.
2: And that's key. That way. That's while while
7: you're traveling, you're not skipping a beat on your business. You know, you're still moving.
2: Because I've I've read articles where you know companies are now doing that. You know, like if lawyer teams or marketing teams, instead of having them buy you know six or eight tickets, they rent a private jet and then they could all fly through that whole journey. You know, they're not they're not tapping each other on the shoulder or or, or right. trying to keep keep abreast or sitting on separate aisles. They can conduct exactly. meetings while they're on the plane to travel. That's a big, big thing now, and it saves money as well as work time.
7: It is a big plus, and plus, um, on top of that, you can remain, you know, keep the information that you're discussing, it can remain confidential. Mm -hmm. You know, while you're in a private aircraft, you know, it's only yourself and the people that are on your team Mm
6: -hmm. versus
7: flying privately. If you walk up to uh, road 15B, to tap Johnny on the shoulder and ask him something about an email that was sent through. Well, uh, everybody in that area will hear the whole conversation. Whereas, if you're flying privately, you can all just have the conversation as if you were in a, a boardroom.
2: And I'm gonna tell you this: this is honest truth. You know, I I'm, I'm fortunate. I fly first class. I fly comfort or the level behind. on it. sometimes I can okay. coach as well. But I'm gonna tell yeah. you: when you open up that computer, I you know I when I when I'm doing work, I always get right. me an hour a window seat. So I at least can uh-huh. keep my computer at an angle. But it's a, exactly. it's a very uncomfortable angle I'm working at because I, <laughs> you know, I don't want anybody seeing my screen because I've, sometimes I'll be looking at, i look over at somebody's screen and I'll be going, for real, you let me see this, <laughs> for real. You, I know,
7: I know. And I know that, exactly and, what you mean.
2: And that's the beauty of pr- flying private and also uh, reason a lot of corporations because I'm just keep hollering about corporations because mm. of the fact that once you send an employee, they own the clock. Exactly. So, so if you can position them to work as a team while they're on the clock, then you get more out of your money.
7: That's absolutely correct. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, there's a, a a misnomer that, uh, for the most part, the uh, the executives that fly privately are mostly the top tier mm-hmm. senior level executives. Mm-hmm. But in a lot of cases, it could be sales teams going out to there you go do a demo. Mm-hmm. It could be. Um, you know, um, other executives going out to do a corporate roadshow for a company that's doing an uh, about to do an IPO. Yes, sir. Uh, hitting multiple cities in a in a you know in the same day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not always the top tier um, senior executives, but you know we get a lot of those as well.
2: Well, you know, but, when people hear the word private jet, they hear you know, you know, they hear the celebrity, the super celebrities. You know, exactly. Beyonce, Tom Brady. You know, they, right. you know, they, Kevin Hart. Steve mm-hmm. Harvey, you know, are, right. or they hear CEOs of Amazon, like you're saying, but that right. is not the case nowadays. It's just not like, always. It's like, like, it' I, and I'm gonna just tell you, I travel a lot. You book a lot, and mm-hmm. because of the fact that, it, you don't have to get pat down. People ain't taking off all your clothes. You don't have to go through no machine to make you bend over. You know, right. you you can take water on a plane. You just get there and you just walk on the plane. And I swear to you, you don't have to get to the airport two hours early. All right. those things are what I'm telling you is the truth.
7: Right. Exactly. Now I'll tell you one thing about the the corporate execs using uh, using us is that they do save time because of those things. You know, you don't have TSA, you don't have uh, you know a check-in point by you know two hours in advance. You don't have the baggage claim issues and that sort of thing. Uh, so they do save time. By flying privately But a lot of these people yes, sir. That use Private aviation To conduct their business They also see the benefits Of using it For their personal lives As well Absolutely So Absolutely. we have a lot of um, I have one, Since the last time I was on your show Cool I picked up a new client Yes sir uh, Just because of a feature That was done on us In uh, the Washington Business Journal
2: Congratulations And
7: this, this gentleman Was um, Thank you This gentleman Is a, a really Well respected International businessman mm-hmm. But he also Surf's as a hobby. <laughs> and <laughs> and it, it's the funniest thing because you get some of the some of the strangest I won't say strange but some of the most unusual circumstances because this gentleman has used us to you know conduct business but then he's started using us now to go to these different locations to surf. Mm-hmm. Wherever the wind is, you know, in, in this time of year, you know, so mm-hmm. but but the other thing that we have going on is right now we're walking into the busiest season for private jet travel in the year. Wow. Right now, uh, leading to Thanksgiving, and we have Christmas, New Year's, then the Super Bowl, and in between that, we also have all the other football games leading into the college football championships, Mm -hmm. and we also have this group of people they call the snowbirds,
6: Mm. people that live
7: in the northern um, climates that migrate south during the winter months, and a lot of them have additional residences down south so some of them will fly privately to go go south to save, stay for the uh, the winter months. So, I can't tell you how busy it is for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Okay, cool. And uh, okay. and then Super Bowl weekend as well.
2: Now, did I offer you the opportunity to come on my social media with any banners and flyers last time?
7: You know, um, we, we spoke about that, but I have something for you. I will email it over to you, and uh, we'd love to have it on there.
2: Well, definitely. I, I want okay. to do that for you because, okay. because that's the whole purpose of money-making conversation. Because mm-hmm. it, the thing I liked what you said was you did an article because that's what you mm-hmm. have to do. And you know, as a business person, you just got to keep selling your brand. And you never know right. where that where somebody might hear you and start connecting dots. Say, I heard you. I read about you. Or I saw a post here. And your brand mm-hmm. becomes synonymous with <clears throat> a trusted exactly. brand. And that's right. what, and that's why that's why I appreciate you coming back on the show. And I understand your philosophy, sir. So Rashad, mm-hmm. thank you for bringing me back on the show. You're a man of your word, because it allows me to keep building my brain.
7: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. We, we'll
2: be back with more money-making conversations from my man Charles Robertson. Boy, he out there private just dealing with demanding people like me and keeping a smile on his face. We'll be right back with more money-making conversations. Thank you. Rushon right, McDonald back with more money making conversations. On the call, I have from Principal Jets, the owner Charles Robertson. Welcome back, Charles.
7: Yes, sir. Thank you.
2: Hey, Charles, a little background talk about you. You're a Mississippi boy, huh?
7: Yes, sir. Uh, born and raised in a little town called Meridian, Mississippi, um, just uh, about 85 miles east of Jackson, Mississippi. Most people have heard of that.
2: I'm just tell you, something. Um, you need to stop calling Liberty Town, Mr. Dude. I've been to <laughs> Meridian, Mississippi. I was there in March. <laughs> Right. I was there for uh I did a <laughs> did a big campaign with Love's Kitchen. Went down exactly. there. So so don't call Meridian, Mississippi Mississippi small to me because <laughs> I <didn't> have <laughs> been there, brother. <laughs> right, right.
7: And, and, and as a matter of fact you met some um some good friends of mine while you were down there. Absolutely. Um right, uh Cedric Dubo's, um uh, gentleman, he's cooking, uh, baking cakes. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's absolutely. a good friend of mine. I know his family well. That, good they, people. They got
2: a great gig down there. They was at my mm-hmm. reception and they laid out right. their whole spread. Good family. I believe I featured right. his wife on my uh, baker spotlight on my social okay. media. So I okay. just want to let you know we didn't talk about that last time because we were tight on time. <laughs> but don't you call Marini, Marini, Marini Mississippi Small to me because has okay. been there. Okay, <laughs> right. I'll remember that next time. No problem. Yeah, and, and but, let's, let's go a little back even further about your, your personal life. You know, you okay. you know your your entrepreneurial spirit came from your family. You, You're a right. your, your veteran of the military, Air Force, and the Air National Guard. All right. these things I feel got to be told. That's your story, man. You know. Absolutely. That's what defines yeah. you, correct.
7: Absolutely. Uh, I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. Uh, my my grandfather was one of the first um, uh, privately owned plumbing companies in in the area down there Mm -hmm. and uh so he grew you know he he expanded his business my my dad took it over after he you know uh got out of the military all the boys in our family in the summer that's the job that we had as a summer job was working on these plumbing jobs with my my father and my grandfather Mm -hmm. and um so it taught us that you know there's always work to be done you know and and Mm -hmm. uh, working for yourself is you know i wish i would have you know, I wish it would have resonated with me earlier in life, but it, it, it hit me, and um, I'm, I'm so glad I've done it.
2: Well, you know, I hear what you're saying. Some people get it, don't they? They get it in mm-hmm. their teens. They get it in their early uh, 20s. It didn't hit F- me until I was, like, mid-30s. You know, despite right, right. people telling me how uh-huh. talented I was, telling right. me I was special, exactly. constantly telling me that, hey, man, you, you're not the same. I, I just right. felt that I wanted to be—it's so easy <laughs> to be just like everybody else. It's so easy just to go to work, take your break, go to lunch and go home, (laughs) have some kids, and watch football. That's easy. Exactly. Right, right. The unknown portion of what you're talking about right now is that Mm -hmm. that you have to mentally get yourself up every day, which is a good thing, which is not a bad thing to do, to compete. You're competing every day.
7: Every day, around the clock, every day.
2: That's the part that people and I, I, I found that. And I'm gonna tell you something. Some days I have mm-hmm. those days where I doubt myself. They might be a couple uh-huh. of hours, and I right. just. But I realized that Rashad, this is what you do, mm-hmm. man. This is what you right. do. Because I'm telling right. you something. There are people out there working for these these 40-hour-week jobs, doubting themselves not just a day, every week. Uh-huh.
6: <laughs> right. Unhappy. <laughs>
2: Unhappy. And so. so right. Mm-hmm. So. So when you when you when I'm talking to someone like you, mm-hmm. who you know, mm-hmm. you, that's why I had to go back to Meridian, Mississippi. Had to go right. back to Jackson State at Jackson. Had to go right. back, you know, when you was cleaning those toilets, gathering mm-hmm. that entrepreneurial spirit. All you right. kept thinking was, "Man, I, I did this was, I know what I don't want to do in life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do what Grandpa's doing. I ain't doing this now. <laughs> I'm gonna go the Air Force and then Air National Guard." And you'd say, right. "You in line with what you're supposed to be doing." Because you're still dealing with planes.
7: I I firmly believe that. You know, I I was, um, um, I I guess I I got hooked on aviation early on, you know, because where we lived in in, uh, Meridian, Mississippi, it wasn't too far from an airport. Yes, sir. It's called Key Field. And there was an Air National Guard unit down there that had uh, these F-4 Phantoms. And I would sit there some days and just watch them take off and land, you know. Um, And, you know, years later I ended up being a member of that unit. Mm-hmm. as a crew chief wow. on F-4 Phantoms. Mm-hmm. And um, and later, you know, I transitioned to uh, a unit in the uh, Washington, D.C. area, the 113th Fighter Wing, mm-hmm. uh, where, you know, we the unit flies uh, F-16s, and mm-hmm. I was a crew chief on F-16s. Mm-hmm. And so I learned a lot about what it takes to manage maintain high-performance airplanes um, and doing the same thing, but for, you know, clients such as yourself, you know, with uh, a different type of aircraft.
2: Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, how does, one, how, how does one book book anything or reach out to you to get in part or book a single flight or group flight with principal jets?
7: Yes, okay. The, the, the beauty of our, our business model is that you do not have to um, buy a membership. Or any sort of jet card or anything like that. You can just go to our website. <laughs>
2: say
7: that one more time. Say that one more
6: time. <laughs>
7: yeah. and, and that's a big that's a big point. You don't more have time. to purchase a membership. There's no membership requirement. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just basically fly for you know, if you need to fly just once, you can do that. You can pay us for the time that you fly, basically. And and then in addition to the time that you fly, you also pay for any additional uh, related expenses such as catering, um, if it's inclement weather, yeah. you, mm-hmm. you, you'll you be responsible for de-icing fees and things like mm-hmm. that. But all the fees are laid out in the quotes that we provide our clients. But the best way to um, to go about reaching out to us is go to our website.
6: Mm-hmm.
7: It's principaljets.com, and I'll spell it P-R-I-N-C-I-P-A-L- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. P-R-I-N-C-I-P-A-L-J-E-T-S.com, principaljets.com. Mm-hmm. And you'll see a tab on there that just says request a quote. Mm-hmm. And if you click that and just key in all the information that it asks for and just submit it, it'll come to us and, and we'll just take that, come back to you with uh, some options for you to consider. And the the one thing I, I, I want to stress is that because we're a smaller company, mm-hmm. a lot of people have this misconception that, well, you know, they're a smaller company, so their planes may not be as, as safe as these big boys over here. I but know. I know. I guarantee you <laughs> – that not only will we save you money, but the planes that we will put you on were manufactured in the right. exact same factories as those planes for the the other guys. Mm-hmm. They also have to fly, and you know, are maintained by the same FAA standards mm-hmm. that are required by law. Mm-hmm. And in addition to that, we uh, ensure that they have endured additional audits in addition to the the basic FAA standards to ensure an additional level of safety and security for any of our clients that are flying privately. So if you give us a shot, you'll see. And um, that's one of the things that I'm trying to do now in terms of the customer base that we have. I'm trying to reach out to more of people that look like me to become clients of mine because I know that they're out there, and I don't have a whole lot of them right now. But that's one of the things that we're trying to change.
2: Well, that's why I'm supporting you. That's why mm-hmm. I'm a fan of yours, not right. only because you have a good business model and you're a good businessman, because I know that, because I am. You call it Netflix. Netflix, Netflix. I know what you're talking about out there. Yes, sir. You know, the, the, yes, sir. these memberships, that I've had them. I've had mm-hmm. these cards, you know, and, you know, right. you, as you fly, it reduces hours on the cards, <laughs> right. you know, things right. like that. But I also know that, you know, you pick a plane. If you pick mm-hmm. a plane that says 1,900 then you're going to get that mm-hmm. type of plane. You pick a plane right. that says, because I'm always mm-hmm. a guy, I always like my planes to be in the 2000s, but you get a plane yeah. from 1990. And, you know, you get you get those type of planes from certain agencies mm-hmm. and book them. So uh, right. I've been on the, mm-hmm. what they call top, top tier of uh-huh. private a- airlines companies, and they've given uh-huh. me planes I've looked at and go, you kidding me.
6: Right, <laughs> this dirty
2: plane, really. So, so I respect what you're saying, and that's why I'm, I got to stay on top of you in this relationship mm-hmm. with myself, because I know yes, I get celebrities on here, I get mm-hmm. entrepreneurs on here, I get CEOs on my show, mm-hmm. and so right. I want to be able to put, you know, when they they also are tied to my social media, and so uh-huh. I know this is peak time for you. Please get that card to me, that social media banner, and so mm-hmm. consider me a friend, man. And okay. I likewise. Either, likewise, I get emails mm-hmm. all the time for people saying okay. this leg's empty. We got an opportunity for you to fly. If you mm-hmm. need to put me on your email list, give it to me, and i just distribute it when I get it to people I know okay. who might need a private jet. So okay. I know that this is a. I had to bring you back because I am a man of my word, but also had to bring you back because I know this time of the year, private yes, jet sir. business is busy. Okay? Right.
7: It is. It is. It is. All right. Well, you thank you winning. so much. I really appreciate the time. Hey, man, I really one do. more
2: time, tell everybody how they can uh, book, your, book out your your, your your plane services on uh, right. principaljets.com.
7: Yes, sir. Go to principaljets.com, P-R-I-N-C-I-P-A-L-J-E-T-S.com. Go yeah. there and just click on the tab, request a quote, and we'll take it from there.
2: You keep winning, okay? I appreciate it. Yes, you. sir. Thank Likewise. You, thank you. Bye-bye.
7: Take care. Bye-bye.
2: We'll be back with more. got my man, Brian Dobbins executive producer of Blackish and his roster of talent that he's associated with is scary good. So happy to get him on the call. I Appreciate everybody for listening so far. The first hour of money making conversation has now expired. Hour 2 coming up. So my next guest um so happy to get up. I've been trying to get him for like a month now that's how busy this young man is and i know he's busy because he's running a a sitcom <laughs> and boy when you run into a sitcom and you're in that day-to-day operation dealing with them scripts sometimes you don't have time on monday to talk to anybody but i got him on the phone let me get a quick wrap set up of who he really is he's the, one of the executive producers of the the uh, incredible abc series blackish um, part of a management firm that includes the clientele of the clients of uh... Anthony Anderson, Tracy Ellis Ross, Ron Rico Lee, Earthquake, Kenya Barrish, who is the creator and executive producer of Blackish, F Gary Gray, Regina Hall, just to name a few. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation for the very first time. I know he's calling me from LA. Mr. Brian Dobbins. Hello
0: everybody. How,
2: How you doing, Brian? I'm
0: doing
2: great, thank you. I can't believe I got you on the phone because I know your schedule's crazy.
8: Uh-huh. Uh, you know, uh, just trying to make it, man. You know, it's uh, a lot going on at all times, and I'm doing my best to,
2: to juggle it all. Well, first of all, first of all, i got to say this, African-American, that's powerful. And uh, because in this business, um, I know being a talent, uh, 15 years ago, the type of roster that you have or being associated with was not associated with an African-American representative, whether in the agency or management. What are your thoughts on that? And nothing negative when I'm saying that. It's just that you have shown that you, you've developed a trust. You develop a, a, a resume that, that tells people that come with you and you're a winner. T- tell me what that means when I to, to the average listener when I'm saying that to a young man who high-powered, multi-million-dollar talent. Because that roster is incredible, man.
8: Uh- well, thank you. Uh, and before I, I go into, I just want to be clear on a couple of things. Number one, you know, I, you know, I think the bio information you got is a little old. I don't. Earthquake is no longer a qu- client, or, or okay, cool. Nor is Ron Rico. Uh, okay, cool. But um, yeah, um, you know, so uh, look, I, I think um, you know, I've been doing this a long time. Yes, sir. And. Um, you know, a, a lot of the talent that I represent, as you point out, is, uh, is African American talent, and they are, um, you know, a lot of times. I, I and you know, even myself when I was coming up, we made to feel like, you know, you better get it quick because it's not gonna, it's not gonna happen if you don't. Um, and and what I mean by that is, you know, there was, it's not, a, it doesn't feel like there's many opportunities out there for African American yes, talent, and. There's not the, the the business at large is not set up for or designed for us to, to really carve out long lasting careers. Um, so uh, you know, I, I think that one of the things that I'm in charge of and I and I think a lot about a lot is that I have to be I have to work with people who are um, often trying to figure out ways to extend their careers. Right. Um, and. I'm. I'm uh, i I take that very seriously. I, I like to say, you know, we're in the. I'm in the pretend business a little bit because if you ever visit a set or a, a TV set or a film set, it's all artifice. There's nothing real. There's, you know, there's sets, but it's not real. And to carve out a career uh, and to be able to help somebody sustain their them, themselves and carve out financial and career success mm-hmm. in a business that is pretend all day. Um, is a real large responsibility and you know I've had, you know, many clients for many years mm-hmm. um, and I've watched them, you know, move from their apartment to the house and get married and right. have kids <laughs> and take kids to private school and you know, and and you, you have to be able to you got a living. You have to you have to be able to, you know, think about how you're going to have a lifetime of success in this business. And it is very competitive and a bad movie or a bad show or uh, you know bad performance and people are questioning yes, your longevity so my a big part of what I do is you know work with people and make sure that they have longevity in, the, in their in their careers and help them make continue to make good decisions about their careers and their lives
2: well you're doing a fantastic job you know and I'll stick with the roster that uh, and I apologize for mentioning names I talked to my staff about it. Allow me to communicate those errors to you like that publicly, no and problem. I apologize. Yeah, no but I will no tell, you we'll tell you this: uh, uh, interesting. Uh, if, when you when that, when you talk about longevity and making money in, in this unreal world, because it really is, it, I always looked at multiple streams of income. That's what I always viewed it as. And when I see that a client like Anthony Anderson, he's not only making money on his sitcom, he's making money on a game show. He's like the annual host of the the image awards uh all mm-hmm. that is what you're talking about correct and then of course tracy ellis ross hosted uh american music awards last night
8: that's right yeah that that is what i'm talking about um you know and and part of it is you know you have to be working with the right people right um, because and what what, what i'm i mean, indicating with that is you know anthony and tracy and a good portion of the people I work with—they work very hard. I don't—I I think people, you know, you've, I've heard, you know, entertainers say this, but I'll say it from the management side. You know, the people that um, are the most successful work incredibly hard. They sacrifice a lot of their free time, mm-hmm. um, and put it forward for their careers and you look they they' they're paid well and mm-hmm. it can be an exciting life but it, it can also be a challenging life and it can be lonely at times too because
2: tell the truth you know
8: man. you're you, you, you don't get an opportunity to spend as much time with your family like you know and and me in support of so many clients you know i have you know 45 47 clients something like that so mm-hmm. me in support of that many people I give up a lot of my free time also uh, in order to do that, you know, I, I find time to, to myself. But you know, in order to be in the places where some of the people that you noted are in their lives and their careers, right. it's a lot of sweat equity that goes into it.
2: Come on now, lot. come on and, now.
8: And Anthony, you know, and you, you know Anthony and Tracy, like they're just natural born hustlers anyway.
2: You know, well, they, like they you, just you, you, you tell you telling the truth now? You tell them the truth? Yeah. And then, then yeah. I mean
8: Anthony. He's, you know, he's always out. He's always in in places. He's always meeting people. He's always saying, yeah, I met this person. Let's let's set up let's set up a meeting. Let's have a conversation." And, you know, he will, you know, he'll he'll get the party started, and, and then um, <laughs> I'll come in to to bring the chips and the dip. You know, like so, it it, it really you really have to be working with people who are, who really want it anyway. Um, you know, I always say, you know, to people that um, if you're not really putting in the work, you're just not going to get very far, and the harder you work, the luckier you get.
2: Isn't that key because of the fact that, you know, being being that I've been managing talent myself, and sometimes when talent signs you up, they think the work is done, that you're just going to go out there and land all these great deals. But it really is the continued hustle and enthusiasm that your talent that that you've signed up continues to do because a lot of the times you get relationships created by them. I know when I was talking to Anthony Anderson last year, and he was talking to me about how he came up with the, the Walmart commercial campaign. That was something he just ad-libbed with a video he shot, and it turned into a big deal for him, and he was plastered on TV the whole month of December for Walmart of, of last year. So I know they continue to hustle, and I know both Tracy and Anthony from the WB and the UPN days. And they have always done additional stuff. And when I say additional stuff, showing up for the Neighborhood Awards or showing up for any charity Mm -hmm. event that I wanted. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're talking about, that grind that sometimes doesn't carry a check, but it creates a relationship and also keeps their brand out there in a powerful level with the fans that that they want to have watch their shows and support their shows.
8: Yeah, I mean, you you start off um – by saying that, you know, some talent sort of expects, like, oh, you know, I just get a, you know, I'll get a, the right, represent, right representation and everything will take care of itself. It, it does not work that way. I, I, I'm, I'm not a wizard. You know, I am.
2: <laughs> say, that time, I, I, uh, say that one more time, brother. <laughs> say that one more time,
8: brother. Say that one. I am, I am not a wizard. I, 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 I think I'm pretty good at what I do. I, I, I think I, I know what I'm doing, but I, I also know know that I, I have to be I, I work with people who really really want it and put the work and if they weren't doing this they'd probably be successful doing something else but they're uh, doing it and they, you know? they, they've, they've asked yeah. you to
2: take them to the next level and that's what you're doing when I saw when I saw the Tracy Ella walk won that Golden Globe I was like wow this is crazy good, this is this is crazy, this is good. So let me, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go through, I got it for two breaks here, and so I'm going to take my time and enjoy this conversation because I want to talk about, you know, you're from Long Beach, California. I, I lived in L.A. for 15 years, so I'm familiar with Long Beach, mm-hmm. California. You know, when people hear Long Beach, who they hear, Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg. They hear right, rap, right. They, hear, they, hear, they hear a layer of lifestyle that really don't exist because they think that that whole lifestyle has taken over the whole city of Long Beach. Tell us about growing up in Long Beach, Brian Dobbin style, okay?
8: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
8: well, you know, yeah, I, I grew, you know, I grew up not that far from from Snoop. Uh, honestly, I grew up a couple, two, three blocks over from where he he grew up, and uh, you know, we have family friends, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, my, 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 I think my father used to. You know, hang out with uh, one of his uncles years ago. So, um, but I I grew up in East Long Beach. It was, uh, you know, it was a a rough neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Uh, But my, you know, my, my my grandmother and my father raised me,
4: and
8: I was, uh, you know, it was a local public school uh, where all the hardheads went. And my my family would not allow me to do that as badly as I wanted to go hang out with my friends. Isn't that Um, crazy? Isn't that crazy? yeah, they sent me to a, a private school um, mm-hmm. in Long Beach, not too far from where I live, um, and that that school was actually mostly black. Um, but it was uh, it, it, I grew up, a, you know, in a in a different environment than the other uh, kids on my block. So um, I spent eight years um, at a, at that private school. Um, you know my my family focused on uh education and you know I love sports that was kind of my first love um you know I was you know school was just that there was there was you know getting good grades was there was no question about that right um, i had to i, I wasn't I, I don't think i would have a place to live i tell people my family's love was very uh it wasn't unconditional <laughs>
2: Okay, you I like my dad. You like, like my you better, dad. You,
8: yeah, you better you better bring home good grades if you want if you want us to love you.
2: So, uh, so I was like my dad. Uh, I went out there with yeah. I went out there partying when I went to college. Yeah, and I walked in the room. It was like walking in the room, looking talking to Godfather. He was sitting in the dark. I could just see half his face, and and I asked him for some money. He go, "What happened to the money that the school gave you?" uh, right. uh He said, "Well, I guess what you gonna do is miss." School this semester, her huh, son, her huh, son, right, because right. It, I had to learn. Yeah. I had to learn that, yeah. you know, and that's what I love. Because I come from Fifth Ward, Texas, so I come from a background where, and my family moved me. A, a, we upgraded to another neighborhood, but you know, it wasn't like it was so far away from the hood that I couldn't, I had, to, I couldn't drive by it. But I think that, the, right. that I love. I ha, I wanted to bring it up because that, that that people telling you what you're supposed to do and not what you want to do is what's missing a lot of time in parenting today, or the relationships That's today. That's right. Because I didn't want yeah, to be Rashad McDonald. I'm gonna tell you right now, Brian. I didn't want to be articulate. Right. It was easy for me to go play basketball in the streets. It was easy for me to hop that fence. My mom would go where I'm going, act like I didn't hear when I hopped over that fence. Yeah. But guess what? She was waiting on me when I came home, though. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. And that sounds like I that was the type of familiar. lifestyle that that, that 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 shaped you before you got to UCLA.
8: Well, yeah look i you know i grew up under, you know there was a lot of pressure on me to, to do well um and you know i, I think you know there's this the the, con, the the debate between your nature you know how you're wired and what your personality is yes, and, and and your nurture and the so your the environment that you're in yes sir and you know i i, I put a lot of pressure on myself anyway mm-hmm. um i'm just i'm just built that way but i my, my family also kept the pressure up and you know pressure makes diamonds so I, I I still put pressure on myself today, but my you know the, the upbringing I had really I think was one of the the, the biggest differences in my life because, um, you know I was raised in a safe environment. As it, bad as the neighborhood that I yes, grew up absolutely in, uh, and was, um, and I saw a lot of the, the people that I came up with. Uh, they just made you know they, they made left to, left turns when you know you, you supposed to be right going turn. straight.
2: Yeah, I keep straight. Yeah,
8: yeah. So. Um, I was fortunate, and I, I kind of stayed out of trouble. Just for you know, I always tell people my father was the first domestic terrorist,
3: Roy yeah. Dobbins. So uh,
8: it was in there was house. no uh, in your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, so Long Beach was uh, you know my father still lives there. I still you know I'm still out there quite a bit, um, and uh, I uh, I'm thankful because as close as Long Beach is to L.A. Um, which is, you know, about 30 minutes from LA. It's a very different environment. It's, it doesn't re- resemble LA at all. Um, and when I when I started working in the, the entertainment mm-hmm. business, I really had no clue of, of about the entertainment, the entertainment business and lifestyle. It, it might as well have been, mm-hmm. you know, Mars from Long Beach.
2: Hmm. It's amazing. I, we're gonna go get to a break right quick. When you come back, I was going through your resume and it was telling me about. John London, roommate. <laughs> now see, okay. it's, 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 it's so funny, when I when I go through your bio, you know, I've been in L.A., managing talent, doing TV shows, so a lot of things that you're talking about intersect my lifestyle. So, and that gentleman right there allowed me and Steve Harvey to to, to, to be who we are today. So I want to come back okay. in a minute, talk to you about that, just talk about, and also noted that you had something to do with l- little comedy, you were doing a little comedy? Mm, Yeah. Not. Not. Who? Me as a stand No. You. You. You were trying to be funny here, comedy. Write. Writing. Writing material. I kind of noted that in your bio. No.
8: No, 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 no. I was working with, you know, I worked with some comedians.
2: Oh, okay, there worked, we go. There we, go, there we go, there we go. Get yeah. this straight. You know, they, they just send me this stuff, and I, I take my time to disseminate it. Sometimes I get it wrong. Get me right on the air, hey, my brother. We'll be right back. That's all right.
0: We'll, 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 we'll get it together.
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> I love you, man. I hope you enjoyed the interview, man, because I enjoy having you on the show. And I hope we'll be your friends after this by relationships, brother. We'll be right back with more Money Making conversation. One of the primary executive producers of the series, hit series on ABC Black. Ryan Dobbs, we'll be right back. Thank you very much. Bye bye. Hi, Rashawn McDonald here, host of Money Making Conversation, a show where I interview celebrities, uh, industry decision makers, CEOs, and entrepreneurs, and. discover what makes them successful so I can share those secrets with you on the show today I have my man Brian Dobbins welcome back Brian
8: thank you very much
2: hey Brian here's a deal with me man you know um, I got into management I stumbled into management okay I've been giving advice to Steve Harvard good friend of mine over the years and then one day in 1990 Steve came up to me and said, man will you manage me It, it, it I didn't even understand what the heck he was talking about you know Manage, uh-huh. you know, I was a sitcom writer on a, on a Jamie Foxx show at the time. I was going over to uh, the Parkers at the time as a sitcom writer, producer, co-exec producer, all these different titles you have as a writer over the years. And but I look at your resume, it seems like that's something you were comfortable with from the beginning. Am I correct, or did I misread something that you didn't mind managing Whoa. talent, you didn't mind that 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 taking on that role, that responsibility, because it's responsibility. Of doing that, a high level.
8: Yeah, I mean, uh, I, uh, I sort of, I I kind of fell into you know. I started off working at a talent agency. Yes, sir. um, One of the the, uh, bigger talent agencies in in uh, in L.A. and in our business. And you know, the thing I learned there is I did not want to be an agent. It's a a very different job. Um, There's some redundancy between the agent and manager, and that we're both, you know, out there trying to. Create opportunity for the clients that we work with, but the way that a, an agent and a manager function are very different. And so, you know, working at a town agency, I got a chance to see a bunch of, you know, a lot of a lot of different kinds of careers that were mm-hmm. out there, and I got a chance to experience management. Mm-hmm. And I got, uh, I got, I got excited about management because it's a, it's an application, it's a career that allows for some versatility. Um, you can be a lot more creative as a manager. Yes, it is. Um, you get an opportunity, you, you know, you can produce as a, as a, as a manager, whereas as, as an agent, you know, you're, you're, you know, from a legislative, from a, a, a legal standpoint, you're barred from being a producer. Um, and at one point I thought I really wanted to be a producer and mm-hmm. time has gone on It's less, you know, I, I do, I, I do produce, so I'll continue to produce things, but, um, my, my primary focus is management and, and, you know, I think what I've always been good at is, um, problem solving and, um, helping people kind of, uh, move and, and navigate difficult situations. And I've, i always prided myself on being a good decision maker. And a lot of, a, a lot of what I do day in and day out, you know, each, each phone call is about a, diff, a different decision being made. So, um, as time has gone on, I, I realized that it was, a, you know, sort of a calling for me, even though I didn't realize when I first started.
2: Right. Well, I like what you said, but the, the, there's a difference between an agency, an agent and a manager. And I remember when I, because I was represented by ICM, I was represented by Endeavor, and uh, and I remember a good friend of mine, when, when he was at ICM, Richard Weiss, who's... Um, yeah. And uh, I remember Richard said, okay, Rashawn, you like a train, I'm just trying to keep on the track. This is when I was writing, you know, right. He said, I'm just trying to keep you on the track, dude, because your brain is all over the place. And it was, because right. I never I, I never could fit in that box. I never I never understood why I had to just be this way. And, it, and that's why you're a manager now, because you didn't want to fit in that box, because you know as an agent. You've been in the literary department, but you can't cross over to the movies. Or you be over in the right. movies, you can't cross over to the reality. Or in reality, you can't represent right. nobody in music, and that's what you're talking right. about when you're saying that as an agent, you have to stay in your lane. Whereas a manager, yeah, pretty much, the, yeah. cre- the creative, the creative juices flow. And I remember Richard brought me in one time, and I was managing Steve, and he said, "Rashawn, here's a problem I have with you." And he called in, he called in somebody from the literary department, he called in somebody from the film department, he called in somebody from the temp, the from the from the uh, Film and, and film, TV, reality, as well as a, a production, events, personality, he said. It was, when he finished, there were like seven people in the room. He said, that's the problem. That's why, that's the problem I have with you. That's a good problem because you know too right. much. So they couldn't send me out with a, with a, with a, with a rookie or a or, or, or startup agent because I looked at him like he was crazy because I knew immediately he didn't know anything. And so, right. so, so management allows you to understand so many levels because you've negotiated so many deals, and that's that's the part that drives you. I feel that's the that's the part that gets you excited that you can do all these deals. Correct?
8: Yeah, I mean, uh, and the, it, it, the the thing is, is like when you, as a manager, if your client one day decides he wants to, you know, if he's a if he's an actor and he decides one day he wants to write, right? And. <laughs> uh, you know, and, that, and that's happened. You know, I represent people who Absolutely. are you know, actors and, and they decide one day they want to write. Uh, and, you know, what you want to be able to do is be able to speak to that mm-hmm. and understand how to transition that individual into their new endeavor. You know, I'm very, I, I get very excited by ambitious people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're, I think they're attracted to me and I'm attracted to them mm-hmm. because when they come to me with ambition, ambitious notions, mm-hmm. that actually excites me, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, that kind of, that, that gives the juice for versus somebody who says, oh, you know, I'm just happy being a a writer on a series and, you know, making my check and going home every day, you know, I, I and I, I, look, you know, I've, I've represented people like that. I represent people like that. Yes. But, the, the most exciting part of my business is when somebody, said, you know, comes to me with a big goal or a big dream, and we figure out a way to make turn that that dream into a reality. Um, and you know, sometimes people come to you with notions that are too far fetched, right. Um, right? But you know, for the most part, people come to me and say, "I want to do X, Y, and Z, and how do I? How do we go about doing that? How do we because get there? We, yeah, how do we get there? So it's it's uh, you know, and and it's never one one chess move. It's usually, you know, over the course of you know, your success, the success uh, trajectory is, you know, that could be two, three years. There you go. i was about to say, um, put so the that,
2: word several years in there. You know, it's not the lottery. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, the lottery. Yeah. Come on yeah. now.
8: It is not. It is not. There's No overnight successes. That's not the way things work.
2: And that's important, but also I, I what you say was, is about how much effort are they willing to put forth? You know, if they just right. willing to do their gig and go home and get in bed, well, guess what? You know, will you make the red carpets? You know, will you make the... The right. celebrity events, you know, so I can introduce you to certain people. Or they can just see you out and realize that they like your personality. They like to All get right. you engaged and things like that. You know, that, that Hollywood scene, which a lot of people say is fake, a lot of people say IT'S annoying, but that's really how the system works at a lot of times. You have to be out there in order to depend on where you're at because, you know, let's use Anthony Anderson, for example. Anthony Anderson gets out a lot in a good way. I'm not saying that's a bad way. I mean, he makes the red carpet, yeah. he makes the award shows. So when he hosts his game show, well, he's probably encountered these celebrities who are coming on his game show. And so that's an even more comfortable bond and relationship. Same thing with the, with the Image Award. He's probably have encountered these, this talent on a red carpet or different shows or different award shows. And so that makes everything more comfortable, and it becomes a much more engaging situation for him if he decides one day to do his own talk show.
8: That's right. Yeah, I mean, he... You know, it, it, you, you talk about the getting out and the meeting of people and the parties and the events. You know, they, they are they're, they're cumbersome. You know, I talk to my friends outside the business and they think I'm jaded because I say, you know, I really don't want to go.
2: come on, Brad. I, I know that feeling, yeah. brother. Come on, man. I know that feeling, yeah. man. Yeah.
8: <laughs> yeah. Woo. But I've learned to I've learned to play that game the way that I want to play it, which is you know you go in, you, you say hello to a few people and you know you you attend and and then you don't have to be there all night
2: you say you you say hello to the right people brian that's what it is how you doing how you doing yeah there you go cool we good you know i also think that you you
8: you know there 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 is amount there is amount of uh you know what what happens in la and you you know rashawn is that there's a and it's not even L.A. people. It's really just the entertainment business. There you go. I'm, I'm you know, born and raised in Southern California, so I'm going to stand up for my my, my my sector of the world. <laughs> right. They're really genuine people. Mm. The entertainment business breeds a certain – there's a currency in the entertainment business of what can you do for me.
2: Right, right. What
8: can I give from you? And, and right. you know, what I've learned over the years is, you know, there, there's a lot of that goes on. That goes on. But, you know, you, you figure out who to surround yourself with. Yes, sir. Which parties you gonna to go to? Which events yes, you gonna to go to? Which charities you gonna hit? And you know the, the the kind of people you want to surround yourself. I don't. I'm not one of these people. to feel like I need to be in business with everybody to be successful. That's not. How, that's not how it works either. Yeah, I, I don't need to know everyone either. I, I certainly know a lot of people. I've gotten to know a lot of people over the years. But the people that I really, really rock with are people that I have. You know, cl- these are relationships I've cultivated over many years, and. You know, when, so when I attend a lot of these events, when you say the right people, it's the people that I want. I, I choose to surround myself you with. And I know people that are serious. And I'm doing business.
2: There you go. Because you know, and also
8: and also good good people with integrity. You know, that's, there you go.
2: That's very you, you, important to me. I'm gonna tell you something, You don't get this roster, man, because first of all, you know your reputation is. I always love it when people say, man, I, I called around Rashawn and and uh, man, every time I talk to somebody, they say nothing good but good things about you. Because, you know, because that's important, man, because I'm a tough guy, man. I'm a tough guy. I have standards. And sometimes I can rub people the wrong way if you don't understand my goal. My goal is for everybody to win. And a lot of people, oh, you know, he he talked to you. You know, he's so demanding and he expects so much from you, you know. You know, you try to leave at a certain time. He's looking at you like you're crazy. Well, I'm just saying that I work 24 hours a day. And when I get up when i go to sleep i'm working to wake up okay and that's mentality right. is what you have developed, man and i'm so respectful for you man i'm so appreciative that you took the time to share your story you know it goes on my I heart radio podcast and an apple po- podcast as well and i just want to let you know man this this your value as an african-american man because you're so unique and 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 i gotta say for 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 the talent roster to, to trust your word is impressive to you as a man and who your family raised man you're a special dude.
8: oh thank you man thank you I, I really appreciate that 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 is very meaningful to me i i really appreciate you saying that
2: hey man you keep winning brother and keep making hits uh like i said uh well, I, if you have time man i'd love to bring you back on 20 2018 i'm syndicating the show to uh, colleges because i want to really hit that 18 or 34 audience uh in 2018 and i, and I know your brand would be uh, a brand that i want to sell and tell people about because man what you're doing is not going to end in 2018. It's only going to get bigger. You have a clear understanding that this is what you want to do in life, and it's a skill set that you can only build on. Keep winning, my brother. I,
8: will. I appreciate it. You too, man. Thank you Thank you for having me on. Uh, I'll talk to you soon.
2: Anytime you need me, I'll be around. I thank you, my brother. Appreciate you, man. All right, we're back with more Money Making Conversation going into the last half hour. We just wrapped up a man, Brian Dobbins. Hey, this is Rashawn McDonald going into the final, final half hour of Money Making Conversation, and we have been doing it. Now I think it's only appropriate the week before Thanksgiving, the week of Thanksgiving, when everybody's eating up a storm, including myself, sweet potato pie. I, I would tell you this weekend, I will consume at least two sweet potato pies, a half a German chocolate cake, probably four or five good scoops of peach cobbler, and some monkey bread this weekend. That's on top of the ham the dressing. I use the jelly cranberry sauce. I say all this is I'm about to introduce the man who actually probably loves to hear these type of conversations because he waiting on these people like me to come staggering into his gym to try to get it off and act like we can drop it as fast as we put it on. My guest is a certified personal trainer. is the creator and head fitness coach of Women's Fitness Program JCF Health and Fitness. Please welcome to money-making conversation, Darius Wilson.
6: How you doing, you Hey,
2: man. Hey, man. You be waiting on people like me, don't you, Darius? Come on now. Overeating eyes so big. I'm talking about. I'm telling Darius. One time I was on the plane. Man, this one I, I was mad at myself. I had to. I'm going to tell you, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm style a little bit. I was in first class. <laughs> I had to unbutton my top button on my pants. Dude, I had exceeded my waistline recommendations right there, dude. I knew then I had exceeded. When you when you start busting out your clothes in public, you know you got to stop eating, man. <laughs> I got that story. I ain't never told about that story in public. I ain't. I've told that story to my wife, but I got to because I'm telling you, you're a fitness guy. You hear these stories because people just, just, just want you to make a. Mir- you're a miracle worker, aren't you, sir? You're a miracle worker. Aren't you, sir? Come on now, yeah, tell the truth, Mr. Wilson. Yeah, that, people that, look at you and they they want you to drop that 15 pounds in a week, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it, it's definitely a, a
0: part of the job is definitely be missing uh, debunking quite a bit of uh, this. So uh, just kind of giving working with our members as well to get them some uh, yeah, yeah their water safety. weight.
2: They want to get their water weight off of their water weight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, go that hot yoga. That, that hot yoga, going <laughs> and lose fifteen pounds. In that hot yoga for a week. So yeah. I wanted to bring you on the show not only just to talk about your career, your business, but destroy some of these myths that people got out here. And and, I, and you're talking to a guy, let me give you a little background about me and the health yep. and fitness. I'm gonna tell you something. What I said earlier, my friend, that's how I eat. I ain't gonna mm-hmm. lie to you. I will eat what I, when you, when you if you ever eat dinner with me or lunch with me, I will order a dessert before my hamburger come. I will yeah. just order a dessert for my steak show up or my salad, I order dessert and I can't tell you the looks I get. When people go, okay, I'll be a salad, I said, I, I want a Greek salad and I want a medium steak. And I said, where's your dessert menu? They said, oh, sir, we bring it. Oh, no, 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 no. Where's your dessert menu right now? Okay. Because I got to order that right now. Before the salad, <laughs> sir? Yes, yes, yes. I come, a fa- I come from a family of six sisters and two brothers. Okay. If you didn't finish your food fast and ran over there to get the dessert, <laughs> it was gone. It was gone. So my mentality is always, I'm going to get my dessert first, eat my food, and I'm guess what? And I'm living a good life and enjoying it, sir. Welcome to my show. I just want you to know what personality that you were working with. So <laughs> when you start talking to me and I say something crazy, you won't pause for a minute and go, what did you say? Got
6: it. Oh, no,
0: I'm, I'm right
2: here with you. Good. We're talk, well, well, how do you deal with people like me, sir? How do you deal with people like me? Just yeah, just, foolish, so. just eat like a fool, just eat like a fool, but what, but just complain about putting on weight. How you deal with people like me? Well,
0: I think it's first just kind of building a rapport and getting an idea of kind of what, what got you to the point of um, wanting to, being interested in our program. For us, we know our members are mm-hmm. uh, folks that have tried personal training, they have done the gym and for some reason they need a little bit more structure, a little bit more accountability, yes, more support. So it's just a matter of developing uh, a report and meeting, uh, meeting them where they are in order for us to get them to where they want to be. So, and there's different ways we do that, whether it's a questionnaire that we have them complete, sitting down on a one-on-one basis, um, being able to uh, sort of dissect where they are, um, what's kind of got them there, and ultimately where where are they trying to go.
2: And that's, that's key. And I've looked at a little history on the health and fitness side in the 80s now. I was, yep. a, I was a fitness instructor, aerobic aerobics instructor. So I had the leggies, okay. you know, little tight leggies. <laughs> you know, uh, Jane Fonda was my queen, okay? I, I was, I was okay. out there. And, and the one thing that I, ha- I always understood was that at the beginning of the month, my class was packed. You couldn't even find We We were wall-to-wall packed, okay? Yep. By midway <laughs> of that month, my room didn't look the same. And by the very end, I have maybe 20 to 30 percent of my class left because people start with that passion that this is what they're going to do. They have time to do it. They have time to do it. And so the reason I brought you on the show, because that doesn't technically happen to you. You know, are some people gonna drop off, but they didn't drop off at the rate that they dropped off for me. Cause I was just there teaching classes. But right. this is this is a passion for you, and then you have a this is a lifestyle change for you. I didn't have that mentality, and I want you to yep. explain to people when I say this is a lifestyle change for you, and when you're dealing with your clients, what exactly does that mean?
0: Yeah. So uh, for us, it's. It uh, it's getting them. You know, initially we kind of do quite a bit of gamifying of things to get them to um, implement the sort of habits that we want them to sort of yes, uh, uh, implement. So mm-hmm. and to follow through with. And
6: mm-hmm. so
0: and then so getting them to do these things to where they are um, getting them that's gonna. I'd only help them start to feel better because the idea is that we can get you to take interest or start to implement some of these things and you start to feel better the idea if you start to feel better we want to always be able to feel better so mm-hmm. we can get you to that point we want to then be able to um, get you to where you are implementing things on a daily basis and yes, you sir. have a group of people that's around you that's you know like-minded people mm-hmm. um, that's going in the same direction you want to and as we continue to do it the idea is that we want them these things to become part of their identity. Right. Because if it's not becoming part of it, then it's just going to be another sort of thing that they have tried um, and then kind of can go, you know, something that they tried and quote-unquote didn't work for them. So we start off trying to meet them where they are, as I mentioned before, by having them gamify lots of things, whether it's attending a certain amount of sessions, whether it's journaling food, whether it's uh, – uh, doing, you know, just being part of the community and the support mm-hmm. to where that stuff starts to become a part of who they are. Right. And then they can get to the point. Of, and, and when, you know, when it becomes your identity, that's when the change is really start to happen and you're able to maintain it.
2: Because that's, that's that's important when I say that because of the fact that, you know, even though I eat crazy, I do know how I eat. Like if I, if I eat late, then I won't eat early the next day because I know that my body hasn't fully digested the food that I consumed the night before. And that's what people don't understand about their body. I, I, I always tell people knowing your body is the key because your body's talking all the time to you. And before we get into the, the whole boot camp a series that you run, it, it, it just give people a little clearer understanding when I say hear your body, hear what your body is saying, because that's the key to what you're trying to tell them when you're talking to them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's a big part of you know a big part of what we do as well is want to inform and be able to give honest, digestible information so yes, our sir. members can continue to continue to do their own due diligence. Uh, we do have philosophies and things that we stand behind, but right. we also have enough experience to know that uh, it's not a one size fits all. And so we want to be able to empower our members to to be in tune with their body and be aware of how certain things, how how your body reacts and responds to certain things, whether it's food, whether it's lack of exercise, whether it's, you know, experiencing a certain, uh, having a certain experience throughout your day. It's one our members to, to, to be aware of those things, but now they can go back to the drawing board, along with some stuff that we give them, but now they can do exactly what's right for them through the empowerment that they have received from us.
2: Because technology has made this game different, man. The watches, the the, the smartphones and so the calorie counters. So it's changed the whole game. When we come back, we're gonna come back because you're based in New Jersey, correct? That's
0: correct.
2: Jersey City. Jersey City. Jersey. It's getting cold. Yeah. It's getting cold. Yes, it is. So which is which is good <laughs> for business. Which is good for business. <laughs> we're gonna talk about your business. It's getting cold. People coming in, New Year's Eve res- New Year's resolutions. You know that yes. Whoa, bro, that first quarter, they be rolling through the door, but you can't find them in June. (laughs) Be right back with my man, Darius Wilson. Bro, he's in shape. That's the problem I have with the people already in shape, trying to get me in shape. But guess what? His personality, his love, his lifestyle will make you want to win with this brother in Jersey City, New Jersey. Be right back with more Money-Making Conversations. Peace. Hi, I'm back with Money-Making Conversations on the phone. This is my man, Darius Wilson, JCF boot camp, health and fitness. Yes. Time of the year, Absolutely. man. People putting on weight they don't want to put on. And guess what? New Year's yes. coming up. How? Okay. Is the, it, this is business talk. That's why I wanted to bring you on the show because of the fact that you, you're in the health and fitness business, but you're also in the business to getting customers and keeping customers. And also to keep them, then they lifestyle and health and longevity. Will be that's correct. Will be achieved a lot longer. Now, this time of year, when you start realizing that your your your, your flow of the flow of, of people coming to your gym starts to take off, and how do you adjust for that?
0: Yeah. So um, this time of year, typically December, more so, is where we start to see kind of a, um, I guess, a little bit of dirt, a downturn in the sense of our our current members yes, sir. And, um, and us just kind of. Uh, uh, I don't want to say packing it in for the year, but just kind of slowing down because, you know, the kind of gear for a big January push uh, that, that that we normally have. It's so, going to
2: happen now. It's um, going to happen now. Uh,
0: oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, we, and we'll make sure we have a big push to make sure we mm. can um, get people through our doors and really impact them and, and, and help them change lives. For us, it's about really – Being able to work and support our members um, tonight, get them to just get them help them achieve the goal, but also help them maintain the goal. Um, So, we and sometimes we feel like we we feel like we have uh, the best product, and so we want to make sure we can work with um, those people to give them some 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 true changes and some some good information, uh, but also some really legit coaching um, from a nutrition standpoint as well as a fitness coaching perspective.
2: Now, when you said the best product, what is that? What is the best? Problem? Well,
0: just, well, <laughs> um, our, our our services, the training that we offer, yes, our environment, yes, our sir. members. Um, you know, the biggest compliment we get is the, the, uh, our community, and, and so, testimony. You know, uh,
6: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so we want to. You know, we feel like we have uh, many of those things that that people need when they're trying to create change. Not only because this is not theoretics but we've worked with over two thousand people. Um, and we're seeing the changes happen, you know, on a, a you know hundreds of times. Mm-hmm. And so we want to be able, to, you know, when we talk about this change, it's more so than just the fitness and nutrition aspect of it. Even though obviously nutrition is a huge, huge part of it, mm-hmm. um, fitness is a huge part. Um, I always tell tell people is that the, the, the aspiration that you have, the motivation is going to get you, going to get you going. You know, you have the the, the aspiration to want to do different things to look a certain way. But at some point, the motivation, the internal motivation has to kick on. And then at some point, also the support and accountability uh, that you have outside of yourself needs to be a huge part that's going to help you ride that wave as well. And so what we offer is uh a huge part, uh, you know, on those things.
2: So how do you compete, my man? You compete with PX Nanny. Sean, he got a thousand tapes out there. The Zumba (laughs) tapes, you know. You can, they make it yeah. seem like in 15 days, you're going to be skinny. It's at home, you know, and then. Yeah. but your brand is to come to me. It's the come-to-me brand. You know, come to me. We're family. You know, I, I, you'll be working with people who will motivate you, be there with you, you know, creating relationships, extended family-type environment. That's the world you're trying to create, which is a fantastic world, because sometimes you need motivation. You need to see somebody just like you deliver results that is important so how do you compete with that stay-at-home brand that's out there that's making people millions of dollars and 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 and, and you know that's so i grew up on the jane fonda tapes you know that was jane fonda that you put that tape in you supposed to get skinny in a month you know with jane fonda but your supposed yeah. to get flat cape you know trade you know, austin now, she was out the same way. She still looked the same way. I do them little exercise with her, but I always realize she like she just uh, 95 pounds. Okay, I'm two hundred pounds. That's a different exercise there. So, so <laughs> right. when, when you're looking at your your brand and you're motivating people to win, how do you compete with that world?
0: Yeah, I, I think for us it's just being very clear on what our objectives are, and you know, who, and who our audience is. Yes, sir. Um, who is your so, audience? Who is your audience?
2: Derek. yeah I
0: mean I, I always want to be women from 20, 26 to 45 smart um, yeah um, and you know they are they're in the fitness health sort of realm already from a, a, a psychographic perspective um, but they also have the disposable income because we, we're not the cheapest around and we don't ever try to match that as you know we just try to deliver value. Mm-hmm. whatever we can create a, a, a lane of our own. So mm-hmm. to kind of go back to what you mentioned as for how do we compete, I think it's just that, uh, mm-hmm. being clear on who we are. And, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much our members are getting uh, personal personal training pretty much in a, in, in a group setting. So right. um, they get the instruction mm-hmm. of, of working one-on-one. Now, the one thing, great, you know, big shouts to, you know, Beach Body and P90X and, you know, Insanity and those things. Um but the difference that they can't offer what we can is that none of those trainers are going to come out of that screen and tell you, you know, you're doing something correctly uh, or if you're doing something you know, That's you all I'm talking about, wrong.
2: brother. Sell your brand. Um, Sell, your so, brain. Sell your brand. Sell your brand, Derek.
0: And so that's kind of how we differentiate ourselves. But also they don't have to go to a, 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 pers- a gym where they're going to pay an additional $85 per session to work with a trainer. We're going to kind of create those things and uh, put that together in our program Um, And then they're going to have the group environment the motivation the high energy of a group setting. So we really is getting um, being able to kind of Knock out a few birds with one stone with what the process with with what we're offering and that's how we are able to uh, Compete in this marketing kind of create not kind of but create a lane of our own Mm -hmm. Um, and for us, it's not really focusing on what the competition is doing to be quite frank it's more so about continuing to deliver on our values and our promises to our members and when we can do that and do that at a high level then they're going to tell their friends about it and then they're going to bring friends in uh, which has been tremendous with our got a huge part of our business businesses referrals
2: yeah so you have you have different levels of promotion you have the the, the end of the year promotion get your year started for year in and then you had the New Year's resolution promotion, and then you got the promotion get fine before the summer promotion, and then the, get then at the end of the summer, get 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 sexy for your kids go back to school, you know. So all these believe me, I've been selling, I've been selling this stuff a long time, man. And I, so so when you when you promoting, that's just a promotion, you know, just to get them in yeah. that door, and when you get them in that door, like I said, you know this, man. The beginning of the month. REGISTRATION IS HIGH, YOU KNOW, BECAUSE PEOPLE THINK LIKE THAT. I'M I'm GOING TO SET MY GOAL. I'M GOING TO START IT AT THE BEGINNING OF THE MONTH AND I'M GOING TO SEE IT THROUGH. SAME THING WITH RESOLUTIONS. THAT FIRST QUARTER OF ANY YEAR IS THE HIGHEST LEVEL OF REGISTRATION FOR MEMBERSHIPS THAT YOU CAN HAVE BECAUSE PEOPLE HAVE SAID IN their MIND THAT THEY'RE GOING TO DO IT THAT WAY. HOW DO YOU KEEP THESE PEOPLE ENGAGED AND HOW DO YOU KEEP THEM MOVING FORWARD? AND, MAN, YOU KNOW, I'M SO PROUD OF WHAT YOU'RE DOING BECAUSE I KNOW FROM EXPERIENCE, that it's it's, it's a constant battle to convince people that, yeah, you want them as a customer, but you can live longer and have a better life if you just do what I'm asking you to do. That's all you're telling them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I think, like you said, man, I think you have to meet people where they are. So people, it's more sexy to drop weight or to get a six-pack or to drop a pant size.
6: Mm-hmm. Um, and
0: so we do have to meet them where they are.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and that's where, you know, we do have the challenges, um, with what we call challenges of promotion to get people in. Yes, sir. Uh, but on the, on the back end, it, Rashawn, is that, we are kinda of giving them what they want, but we want to make sure that they're getting what they need. There you and that's go. That's where uh, a go. lot of the things happen for us when they when you are a part of the program. Um, and I and, and, and we that's when we over deliver as well. You know, they get a lot more support than they anticipated. Mm-hmm. They get a lot more nutrition and personalized coaching um, when when they when they're registered after you know, once they're on board. Um, and then they got you you got this 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 of two hundred plus members who are Um, you know, not only have been where you are, Mm -hmm. but they are also setting the pace and setting the tone of what it could be like once you do achieve the goal, right? Because that's another thing that we do is that work with our members to kind of re- right. reset their targets. So initially, yeah. they may have body composition goals and that's fine when we accomplish that, right? We had that sort of carrot that's driving us the whole time mm-hmm. and then once we achieve it, now mm-hmm. we got to reset and recalibrate and, and target something else so we, we continue to have that drive. We continue to have uh, the, the, the consistency toward it. So, we want to see our members go from achieving the, the weight loss goal or the fat loss goal or driving sizes mm-hmm. to now I'm focusing more on really driving their fitness. And that can be from completing 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathons to, you know, obstacle course races or um, just kind of really starting to work, finding that next thing to work toward. So, oh, that's man. how we've been able to string together, keeping people to, uh, you know, to kind of do away with just just the kind of that's more nearsighted of losing the weight where it becomes more of a lifestyle and really the, where the longevity becomes a huge part of their,
2: their life. I'm coming up to New York in three weeks. Okay. If you don't mind, I'm going to drop by and see your space, man, because uh, I have, have some ideas, man, just, you know, brother, ain't no charge here, brother. God gives me these gifts, man, and uh, and it, I, I have to share them. I have some ideas just to, yeah. just to promote some angles. Yep. Sit down and Richard, yep. we thought about that. Cool. Just wanna know if you had it. Okay. Or oh, we never thought okay. about that. I wanna see if you have a testimonial wall. All those little things, you know. How you re engage in the people, your success stories through the social media. All that stuff you're probably doing. I'm just gonna give you that third hour on some things, free of charge. Is that all right? That's
0: perfectly fine. And that that's part of that's part of our uh, core values is improved daily. Um, we're always looking to get a little better, so that's no matter whether it's me or my, my team, that, that's part of who we are um, and, and what we're about, so I would love to have that.
2: You'll see me in three weeks, my friend. Stay in shape, which I know you will, and I'm going to keep eating ice cream. Ladies and gentlemen, that's my man, Darius, out of Jersey City, New Jersey. You keep winning. I'll be back next Monday, day after Thanksgiving. That's week after, Monday after Thanksgiving. That's right. Money-making conversations.